I'm pausing here because I was about to say something and I'm not entirely sure I agree with what I was about to say. Not dramatic effect. Uh, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. And welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Not too bad. How about you? I am noticing our um, lovely shades of uh, pink and red. <laughs> yes. Uh, we mentioned on our last episode, we had a great weekend um, celebrating some amazing people. Mm -hmm. And we went out on the boat and I had my first lesson learned unfortunately, with uh, sunscreen hats and cloudy days. Mm -hmm. Something that's been ingrained in me, but I am human and yeah, sometimes it happens. So, and I like we, I think we all got a little bit more sun kissed than we had intended to that day. And, and it was, it was interesting because it's the first time we've been out on the boat for a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, like, I remember you saying like, lesson learned I'm like yeah I'm, and I'm glad that we've learned it at this point because we'll be much more careful going forward mm -hmm. so yeah cloudy days are I'm like I don't need a hat it's okay yeah. it's and like, cloudy and windy yeah I, like it was the combination of the cloud and the wind we it I mean I think everywhere is in a, a heat wave yeah. I mean it seems yes. like Mother Nature is pissed the fuck off right, right? <laughs> uh -huh. off. you can understand why let's be honest <laughs> um so especially in the tropics, I mean, it's it's always what seems like excruciatingly hot down here. So yeah. to have clouds and wind in mm -hmm. the middle or at the end of July is just unheard of. I, yeah. Like, well, and the funny thing, and it actually it's a, and it's a really good um, like little mini episode at the beginning of this uh, actual episode that we're doing um, of like being mindful of what meets your needs in different circumstances, because I've been going out in the sun a lot. I've been going down to the beach quite a bit. And so I've been in the water um, for a significant number of hours, um, very much like we were on Saturday. But the thing is that I've been going down later in the day. So I've been getting down there maybe about five o'clock. And so I, I don't I, I, my brain didn't register the fact that we were going out between like 11 and three, which are like the peak hours of sun versus when I've been going out previously, it's been between like five and nine in the evening which is obviously a very very different ball game and like we all sunscreened up we always do um mostly um I have made the odd mistake since being down here but I'm very it was funny I was talking to my mum the other day um because we have a vacation coming up um where I'm going to be seeing the family and I was saying to my because my mum was like oh you're looking a little rosy and I remember saying I was like I was like yeah I, I put the factor 50 on my mum was like factor 50 and I'm like yeah I wear factor 50 down here it's hot. The sun is strong. So we like we've I've learned my lesson about the degree of SPF I need to use down here. And um, but yeah, it's that whole thing about like the 
when this when the circumstances change, the things that met your needs previously maybe don't meet the needs in the same way as they do. Right, and other times. I mean, putting on sensory, I I reapply. Mm -hmm. I get reminded to reapply at this point in the game mm -hmm. um, because of everything I've gone through with the skin cancer. And still, like, it's like, okay, we are in the peak. Maybe I have to reapply every 30 minutes instead right. of every hour. Or, mm -hmm. you know, really, like, it, with everything. Well, and, it's, <laughs> and this is actually how, this is actually how a lot of us kind of learn about our needs just going through day-to-day -day life. It's like, what we do is we don't necessarily know the things that are going to meet our needs. <clears throat> Sometimes we learn from having our needs compromised. And it's like, oh, whoa, we are... <laughs> That's the thing. Oh, whoa, Serena almost took out our uh, <laughs> entire podcast setup. Well, I think I almost took myself out in that one too. <laughs> okay. Um, da, 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 da. Where was my thought train going? Uh, oh, yeah. Sometimes it's like it's we don't necessarily know what meets our needs because we meet our needs. We go, oh, that did it. Sometimes we learn what meets our needs because of the things that compromise our needs. Mm -hmm. And we go, oh, I didn't do that thing and look, my needs got compromised. I need to remember to do that thing because that's the thing <clears throat> that's going to make the difference in future. And another thing, like somewhere where I would have been a couple of years ago is to, I mean, to get get on myself about it and be hard on myself about it and like, how could you do something so stupid and like, mm -hmm. you know, the negative self-talk and really, you know, yeah. belittling myself. And now I'm like... Oh, that sucks that it happened. And for next time, now I now I know I'm going to wear a hat every single time I'm at the, right. I'm going to wear a hat every time I'm on the boat, regardless of whether I think I need it. Right. Because and I'll and I'll do the same. Like it was in, interesting, like because I don't, often don't I don't wear caps very much down here, and I'm like actually that's something I need to do. And I, we had a like like rash vest things mm -hmm. that um that have got the kind of inbuilt SPF. Um, and like we didn't wear those. I mean, we wore them at one point for a short period, but it's like, yeah, maybe we need. It's like this this constant learning about. Oh yes, that didn't work. So what do we need to do to ensure our needs stay met next time? And what habits are healthy for us to get into? So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I can be at the. You know, we go to the sandbar here, and you're out in the sun, and you're. I mean, you're relaxing, and you forget time. Just all of a sudden, it's like whoa, there it went. Mm -hmm. All right, well, maybe I set an alarm. Like, how am I, I going to do this to create right. the habit that... Exactly. And eventually, then it's just going to be like, oh, I'm going out on the boat. I got my hat. I got my rash guard. Mm -hmm. I got this. I got this. Like, Well, and it's like, I, I've never used the swim leggings. I know that you use them a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, those might be a good idea to get. Like, if we're going out regularly, like, this is something I'm going to be doing all the time or on a regular basis. What are the things I need to put into place to make sure that my needs stay met while I'm doing that? Mm -hmm. um, so while it's a not what this episode is about like it's actually an important <laughs> thing that, that it's one of the ways that we've you get to figure out what meets your needs right yeah so mini sewed over yeah that was kind of it's thanks like, for listening today right <laughs> there's like no no clean transition in this to make it go into our next um, topic this but. is how well i suppose there is because i mean it's all the about things, needs well <laughs> you don't say oh it's almost like there's a there's a link between all of our podcasts that are about needs. <laughs> Serena just nearly pebble dashed her entire setup with the smoothie. She just took a mouthful. <laughs> I've gotten good. This is the second time, like in the last <laughs> couple of days, I haven't spit my mouthful of liquid Drink. at her. Because <laughs> like, I made her laugh midway through. <laughs> You're like a server. 
Like what? The perfect server. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if that is the perfect server, but like. Well, <laughs> the one that makes you want to spit no, your drink like, out everywhere. I, it was always like a running joke with like, I, I grew up in the service industry. Like my mom was in the service industry. It was always, it always seems like when you take a mouthful of food, then the server comes up to you and they're like, how's your meal? And it's like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's, str- yeah, sometimes it's strategic because they realize you can't say anything. You know, like, I'm yeah. going to ask them right now. And mm-hmm. then sometimes it's just like, oh, just timing wise. And it's like, oh, mm. <laughs> thumbs up. Like the silent thumbs up for the, I mean, oh, as a server, like if somebody was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. like what would you do? Be like, oh, so it's good? See yeah. you later. Bye. <laughs> and oh, I digress again. Yes, again. It's all good. It's all good. So the reason I'm saying that there is a link is because with today we're talking about why we shouldn't tell other people how to meet their needs because it's like what my needs are regarding like using the example that we just gave what my needs would be out on a boat with um requiring in terms of sunscreen and shade are going to be different to what other people um like same thing like even you like what you need now versus what you needed six or 12 months well what you you know you need now versus what you knew you needed that (laughs) well and what i I literally have to do i what i have to do now because it's um, a non-negotiable now and that's exactly i mean Mm-hmm. Your needs are non-negotiable anyway, mm-hmm. but it it took getting skin cancer and now getting burned on top of it mm-hmm. to get the message, right? And so there are some like, if, if somebody, for example, if I went out on a boat with somebody who had very different complexion to me, I'm very different skin, uh, like tolerance to the sun, <clears throat> then they might be like, oh, hey. Like use a sunscreen and it might be like factor 15. That's not going to work for me out here. I've got very pale skin. I burn very easily. Like what? Sometimes I think back to the person that I was like, <laughs> God, you're intolerable. <laughs> but like, I mean, I used to be, I, I hand up. I used to be one of those people when somebody was using anything over 30, I'd almost shame them. Mm. I'm like, what do you do? What? 30? Oh yeah. I use five. Like it was something to brag about. And I what? Like, ew. So what, what needs were we meeting through doing that? Nothing in a good way. No, it was all red spectrum, <laughs> I give you that. But like personal I mean, power, power, value. value yeah, like that. That's my superior. own love. My, like even my own love need. Because like them saying I'm taking better care of them. Like, you're doing like, yes, you should be wearing this. And I'm... <laughs> Well, it's interesting because you're actually masking your love need. You're not meeting it in that True. point. Like you're actually compromising it because you're not taking care of yourself. But the interesting thing is, is like anytime that kind of superiority thing comes in, that judgment thing, normally that's personal power and value. It's like it's like it's an insecurity thing that you're trying to overcompensate with uh, about somebody else. I don't know what that was, but it felt fun. <laughs> no, that actually that that sound kind of resonated because yeah. it's like I mean, and in a lot of times it wouldn't be necessarily the call out, depending on mm-hmm. who I was with. I might be like, "What's the, what's the point of going out in the sun if you're going to put on SPF 100?" Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes that's the way of it's almost like trying to justify the fact that you're not taking care of yourself. It's yes. like it's that overcompensation again. It's that value need versus personal power need. That it's like that overcompensation. It's like, oh, if I make you wrong. It masks the fact that I'm actually not doing what I need to do to take care of me. Oh, look at this tan I got. You would have gotten it too if you didn't lather yourself up. Like, And look what I got however many years later that they probably didn't get. 
Like, I mean, just and, and, and like yeah. Serena knows I'm oh, not yeah. I'm not sharing that with any kind of judgment. But it's like like the what are the consequences of mm-hmm. not taking care of myself and not taking care of my needs? And if they did take care of their needs, they probably aren't experiencing those same consequences. So it's just it's something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the reason that when it comes to this this um, thing that we're talking about today in terms of not telling other people how to meet their needs is because we all have very different, we might have the same needs, but what works for one person to meet a need and what works for somebody else, night and day, often, like completely different. I mean, they may be the same, but they're often, there is nuance in there that's that's very different. Well, even the way that we meet our needs ourselves that can was, be that different. was going to be my next point no go right ahead go right ahead it can be different from moment to moment right and uh it's kind of funny i use i use my britney example a lot because i feel like it's an easy one to kind of reference reference and get i guess mm-hmm. but like 99 percent of the time you can put on britney and it's going to do good things to me like mm-hmm. it's i want it but there's one percent of the time where i'm like Mm-mm. it's uh-uh. not Britney bitch uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> and, and it will actually whether it, it's triggering an emotion or a feeling like it's mm-hmm. not what I need right and if somebody's trying to be like well why don't you just listen to Britney well I'm, I'm not in a Britney mood well you it, it always gets you in a good mood but it's not going to this time like right trying to justify how I'm yeah. going about meeting my needs and yeah 99% of the time but that 1% mm-hmm. and sometimes it's moment to moment like yeah you know, I can be doing something to meet my needs and it feels really good. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Actually, well, the greatest example of that is like if you're <clears throat> if you're eating a meal because you're hungry and the meal could be delicious and it tastes really good and you keep eating and you keep eating and you keep eating. And then the, that moment you get full, the moment you get full Eating the meal is no longer going to meet the needs anymore. It's going to compromise your needs by eating. Um, so it's like that's just a simple Example, a example of where you're doing something that works and is meeting your needs for a re- and then all of a sudden the next moment it doesn't and that's that's okay mm-hmm. so this is all kind of been brought about because um as we shared in our last episode we had a, a situation um a project that we were involved in um maybe a month or so ago where we it was pretty intense to say the least on um, many on many levels yes on many <laughs> many levels um and it was a project that we we hadn't been involved in from the start. We came in pretty late to it and um, we were asked or we offered to take on part of the project. Now, we realized that we had a time frame in which everything had to get done. And Serena and I, we know that we can get shit done. Um, in fact... I don't know whether we were both. No, I was the only. I was. I, was, I didn't want to. I didn't want to twin twinsies. <laughs> like we we have. Um, I have. I've had shirts printed for us because our, our our karaoke tune of choice for the both of us to do together is Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. So I had tank tops made up with don't. Don't believe me, just watch, written on it for both of us. So I have one in purple. I think you have one. No, I've got red and you've got blue. Yeah. Um, Serena didn't wear it because she didn't want us to to be twinsies. And then halfway through the day, I was like, she said, I think I should have worn my shirt. Like, It's all good. Anyway, so we knew that we were going to, it was going to take a lot to get this done. And we made a choice and we Mm -hmm. said, look, we know this is going to take a lot to get done. And we also know we have the capacity to take a little bit of time afterwards to rebuild the tanks. So although we're pushing past where we would normally push past for a project, we're doing it intentionally to meet these needs, knowing that we are going to rebuild these needs afterwards. So <clears throat> that's what we did. So the following day, I made a post on social media. And um, a friend of mine, very well-meaning friend of mine, um, 
responded with a disclaimer, um, not sorry for foul language. That being said, get out of fucking bed. It's gorgeous out right now. Don't be silly and waste a gorgeous day. Now, bear in mind, this friend did not know what had been happening at my end, or at least I don't think they did. They certainly, anyone who knew, even knew what was going on, had no idea the full extent of what was happening. I think Serena knew. There were maybe two other people who knew the full extent of what was going on right now. And I looked at, <laughs> I looked at this response. And my first, my first response, I'm going to be really honest. Yeah, what she said. Uh, my first <laughs> well, response... And if you're, and if you're on... Uh, <laughs> if you're if you're listening what I said was fuck, fuck you. you that was my response like initially I was like who the fuck are you to tell me you just I did just censor myself after just swearing it's kind of funny um you're like so <laughs> oh I have moments trust me you know <laughs> um I'm like who the hell are you to tell me what I should and shouldn't be doing. More importantly, who are you to tell me that I shouldn't be doing what I am doing? And I basically, what I'd done is I posted on social media to say, uh, I don't think I'm getting out of bed today. That was basically what I said. And this was the response. And I was really frustrated by it. So what did I do? I went through my little needs. I'm like, which needs is this hitting? Hitting that one. Okay, what am I gonna do to me that need? What am I gonna do to me this? And this is what I do. Like when something hits me, that's what I do. I like figure out how do I need to process this? What do I need to do to meet the needs that have been impacted? And then I'll figure out how I respond. Um, so I um, took a few moments to consider my response. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure you probably aired the. Uh like in the space you were in aired how you were feeling to get it out of your body um I yeah there was no one to air it to but I definitely acknowledged it for myself I was like this is not this is not cool like why would some and the thing about it is I said this is a good friend with good intentions we have an upcoming podcast on why your intentions often do not matter when it comes to these sorts of situations. Now, actually, I'm just going to scroll my screen up because I actually want to read exactly what I said in response. So I responded back with, yeah, no. Uh, a day looking after myself and meeting my needs is never wasted. Sometimes getting out and enjoying the day is great. When you are so exhausted, you can barely walk to the kitchen. It's not. Turns out I was that drained that a single day in bed wasn't enough. Now on my second in a row, I'm very proud of myself for listening to what I know I need most and not what anyone else thinks I should do. Nothing silly about that whatsoever. And given this is literally what I teach people how to do for a living, in brackets, trust themselves and meet their own needs, going to continue to listen, uh, going to continue to listen to my own vo voice most on this one. Now, the good thing is, is that the person who I sent that response to, um, took it in exactly the way it was meant, which is not a fuck you, because the fuck you was coming from my impacted needs. That was my unmet needs. That was the reaction. It was like, hold on, you've impacted me. That is the like reactive, like I want to impact you back kind of thing. Cause it's that, um, the, the action reaction kind of thing. And because I processed how I was feeling and I realized that this was somebody coming with good intention and still I'm not going to, I'm not going to not say anything because there might be other people watching this thread who are like, oh God, like maybe she should get out in the sun. Maybe I should get out in the sun if I'm like that. Maybe I should go out and enjoy the day. This was not just for me. I was basically sharing this one for him to basically think twice about saying that sort of thing in the future. Two, so that other people listening to it or reading it could be like, 
actually, she's got a good point. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm going to do that for myself next time in that, I'm in that situation. I said, the, the person took it in the, the, um, the energy it was intended, which is just, hey, no, this is what I'm doing. And um, responded with like, um, this and so many other reasons is why I love you because I won't take any bullshit. <laughs> I'll tell somebody <laughs> what I think. And it's not done meanly. Like I wasn't, I, I didn't fire back from that unmet need. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to impact them. I was just, being direct and articulating what was going on why it was going on and what I was doing and that I was pretty damn proud of myself for that because many many years ago I wouldn't have done this at all I would have pushed myself to keep going no and especially where we were at that point like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of shit to be done (laughs) oh yeah we had a lot to get done at that point in time and so this while this was the one incident that kind of sparked this situation and this um this podcast this i um this <laughs> this thing we're doing this right thing now. we're doing <laughs> what are we doing right now i don't fucking know <laughs> um <laughs> there are so many more instances of this and the thing about it is is that because of the response i got and because of how i am i looked at that and went yeah no that's not happening i'll take care of me the way that i need to take care of me but the issue is is that while it might not have been intended this way, some people could have taken that as a criticism, mm. as a judgment, as them being shamed for doing what they needed to, as um, as the as and given that we are often taught to um, listen to the rest of the world for what we think and feel about how we, what we're doing and what we're not doing and whether we're doing it right or not. So often we look for other people's approval and the second that somebody else goes, uh, no, you're wrong, it's like, oh shit, I should be doing it differently. And that's how a lot of people do it. And that what it does is it, it compromises us from listening to ourselves and our own needs, which is what we need to be doing. We, we're never taught to listen to this inner voice. And so often what ends up happening is that somebody comes along um, and the, like one of the first times that we listen to ourselves on what we feel is right someone else comes along and says oh no no no, you shouldn't be doing that you should be doing this and you're like oh okay well I obviously had it wrong I'll do that and I we end up compromising ourselves and our needs even more um, there's actually another example which is kind of a weird one but it's just what came to mind as I was talking about this was um, a few years back I got sent a Facebook message by somebody who I didn't know well they were a Facebook friend I'd met through a group or something and we hadn't really spent any time getting uh, to know each other and it was um, it was an MLM introductory message and basically what they were doing was uh, they were reaching out they were asking me to watch a video I believe and asking me to provide some feedback on the video was what they were asking now bear in mind I'd never spoken to this person before in real life I'd never had a messaging interaction with them and um so I wrote um a um article which is on LinkedIn um if you go and look on my LinkedIn profile you'll see it which was basically an open letter to people who send cold messages via Facebook and social media and what I did was I basically wrote this open letter in response that basically said okay how you are approaching this is one going to compromise the needs of the you're asking the person uh, who's reading what you're sending them to put energy into something so to give from their needs without you putting into their needs first without any basis of relationship without knowing whether knowing them well enough to know whether whatever it is that you're selling is something that would even be of interest to them let alone of help to them and what I was saying was that there's a there's a better way of approaching this which is when you take the time to get to know people not because you want to try and sell to them just because you want to get to know people 
then you find, oh, hold on a second, you've got this thing going on in your life. This thing I've got could be really helpful for you. And you share it from a place of service. Um, so I, you're giggling. It, I just thinking of the... There's another episode coming up on based on selling things. Yes. And this is something that I've... Yeah, we've been through. We've, we've been, been through a journey. We've been through a journey with this, so I'm just I'm I'm on another podcast episode in my head. <laughs> so you finish that one. Come back whenever you're ready. It's fine. Cool. No hurry. Um, <laughs> she said, "No hurry, everyone." Uh, <laughs> yeah, buckle I, up. We're in for a long ride. Uh, I live to regret my. So I, I, I might be flying solo for the rest of this episode. That's fine. Um, so basically, I, I sent this this message back saying, that I, and none of it was coming from a uh, from a place of charge within me. I'm like. I'm like, you don't know me, but actually you've shared something that's actually then prompted me to share an article, which I think will help several other people. Um, so I'm not, I have no animosity towards you. I'm sharing this with you because I genuinely think it will help you and it will help your business. If you, rather than kind of coming with this cold messaging, I don't know you, watch this video and then let me know what you think about it. Um, I'm not, I don't, like my time is precious. You want me to watch a video? you better know me first. Um, and you better give me a reason why you want me to watch the video beyond just, can you help me out? Because especially if you don't know me, if you mm-hmm. like Serena sent me a message and said, um, Hey, could you watch this video? Cause it would help me out. I'd be like, sure, I'll find time to do that. But somebody I don't know and don't know well, um, nah, that's not going to happen. Um, but then to understand about <clears throat> understanding how that the, um, sales and business is all about relationships. So the more you get to know people, the more you understand them, the better you can help them to understand if there is a fit between what you do and what um, they what they need. And you can understand how your what you offer actually meets their needs better. And in fact, I remember... <laughs> A lot of the time I get people, people get referred to us and to me specifically to do one-to-one work. And the amount of times that people come to me and I'm on the phone with them and they're like, I have no idea why I'm speaking to you right now. And I'm like, okay. And at that point, that's my, that, that from the point of view, the person who sent me the message would have been like, okay, what I do is blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's not going to be helpful. So my response is always, you tell me what's going on in your life and I will tell you why we're speaking. So what will happen is they'll tell me what's going on in their world and I will say, here's the way, the reason that the person sent you to me and let's figure out whether we might be a good fit, whether I might be able to help you or not. Like there's no, let me convince you and tell you why you need what I do. It's like, let's figure out, does this, does this work? Is this a good fit for us to, to work together? So I sent this message. Um, so basically, I, I wrote this article and then I sent this message back to the, the lady who sent me the original message saying, hey, here's your um, here's my response to what you've said. Um, it's not coming with any, any animosity. Thanks for your message. Wish you all the best kind of thing. And this woman, like I could almost feel like the relief slash deflation in the message she sent back to me saying, oh my God, she went, I'm so sorry. She said, I, I didn't intuitively, it didn't feel right to do that. Like my sales manager was telling me what I had to do and told me I had to do this, this and this and this. And it didn't feel like the right thing to do. And like, thank you for your message. I really appreciate it. I think it's gonna be really helpful for me going forward. But here's the thing is that if you're being told to sell in a way which is out of alignment with who you are, you're never gonna be successful as a salesperson. If you find the way of doing it that works for you and that feels in alignment with you where you're sharing things of service rather than just hi I have this product it's 99.99 here's like here's here's why I've got to convince you that it's the right product for you like if you have to do that the product's not that great <laughs> if you've got to convince somebody to buy it then chances are it's not that good a product in the first place but 
the reality was is that she'd gone against what she knew would meet her needs in terms of how to operate and how to work with somebody else, how to sell or how to engage the sales process with somebody else. And somebody else had come along and told her, no, no, that's not how you do it. Do it this way. And what that did was it actually compromised her because she felt uncomfortable. It didn't feel in alignment. She felt like the energy just felt really off about it. And it was only when I went, actually do it the way that works for you. Whatever you're doing, you have to do it in a way that feels in alignment with your needs. Because if you do it in a way that compromises your needs, probably it's not going to work that well for you. And I I talk about it all the time. You know, Claire and I are energetic people. We can send, you know, feel mm-hmm. energy. And so if you're if you're doing something out of alignment with your energy, maybe not everybody will feel it or sense mm-hmm. it, but there is a lot more people whether it's conscious or unconscious that they're like something feels off about this. I always say there are three types of people in the world. There are those who are energetically no, there are four types of people in the world. There's those who are not sensitive to energy at all. There's people who are energetically sensitive, there are people who are energetically aware and there are people who are both. And so it's like, if you're energetically sensitive, you're going to respond to energy, whether you're, you're not going to be aware of what you're responding to. Um, and then there are people who are energetically aware, but they may not be energetically sensitive, but they are aware that there is energy around and how it operates. And then people who are energetically sensitive and energetically aware, they're going to be responding to energy and know what they're responding to. Um, and the truth is, is that more people than, more often than not, people are energetically sensitive, even if they're not energetically aware. Like you can tell, like you walk into a room like, Something feels off in here. I don't know what it is. Or I walk into a house and something feels if icky here and I'm not sure why. Or like you walk into a meeting room and everybody's like just sat there, but it's like there's this there's this tension in the space. Like you can feel that normally. That's what we're talking about when we talk about energy. I'm now throwing over to her with a mouthful. I'm surprised that I'm not gonna get Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were you out. were you were saying about the energy thing. Um with respect to it being oh, in alignment. And if it's not if it wasn't in alignment with her, so it was never going to land with Claire. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that's the thing. It was never going to land. Like, even if it was, like, bringing her into, like you said, if it's if it's a product that needs to be kind of pitched, then it mm-hmm. might not be a good product. Maybe it's just bringing the awareness to right. her. It could be the best product in the world, but if it doesn't feel in alignment when you're sending that message out, uh-uh. that there's people like us on the other side that is like, this does look like a great product, but... Something doesn't feel right. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that and if if it's if you're not doing the things that are in alignment for you, then that it's not quite right. Energy is going to be in the space, and so even like if you're you're trying to do something, the thing the thing about it is is that a lot of the time when some people people are doing this, if you're telling somebody what to do to meet their needs. I'm pausing here because I was about to say something and I'm not entirely sure I agree with what I was about to say. Not dramatic effect. Uh, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No. <laughs> um, so I think that a lot of the time, the conscious intention that people have when they're telling other people how to meet their own needs is a quote unquote good thing. Like they're trying to help consciously like the conscious is like oh I want to help this person so I'm going to tell them the thing that meets their needs now there's a lot of nuance when it comes to needs you don't say (laughs) yeah more than you could possibly imagine and a lot of what happens in the needs world happens at a subconscious level so we're not often aware of all the stuff that's playing on with playing out with needs so 
Consciously, the intention might be a good thing. I'm like, oh, I need to help this person. Subconsciously, if our needs aren't met, the the invitation we're giving, the thing that we're telling them is actually about our needs getting met, not necessarily their needs. Now, the one way to make sure you're clean in terms of the things that you're saying to other people is to make sure your needs are met. If your needs are met, then when you're offering things to other people, the only reason it's going to be to offer it is with the intention Keyword being intention, not impact. We'll get back. To, we'll get onto that in a minute, um, and we are going to do that on another episode as well. The intention is, I want to help this person, and I'm not coming from any unmet needs. My unmet needs aren't pulling the strings and aren't telling me what to say to try and get me to do something that may not be entirely about helping the other person. It might also be trying to help me under the surface as well, which kind of happens often. Um, <laughs> so no, no idea. Um, so the intention is. Here is a commentary and the peanut gallery. You don't need you don't need me here anymore. I'm gonna I'm gonna check back out. I'm and- done. You, you, you head back to the other podcast. So there's the so that so consciously once your needs are met, the intention, the conscious intention, and the subconscious intention will all be in alignment with wanting to help. Now the issue with this is you don't know what where that other person is at. You don't know all the details of the things that are going on in their life. You don't know what their old wounds are. You don't know what their triggers are. You don't know um, what is happening at work. You don't know what's happening at home. You don't know what's happening in their relationship. You don't know what's happening with their family. You don't know what's happening with their friends. Even if you did know all of that, the chances of you actually understanding, well, what are the things that meet their needs best? Because the chances are you don't even know yourself what the needs are. Unless you've gone through a process to really figure this out, chances are you don't know the things that meet your needs best. You might know the things that meet your needs better than other things you've tried in the past so it's like oh it's not as bad as that (laughs) but as people who have gone through this process a lot of the time we don't know what meets our needs well we just know the things that meet our needs less bad Mm -hmm. um i'm getting a lot of lot of nodding from the uh from the from the (laughs) other side those are very technical terms as well in like the needs world yes meet your needs less bad bad. exactly it's very it's high-tech stuff lots of jargon in this space (laughs) not um so the thing is is that you chances are you don't what by jargon do you mean our made-up words (laughs) (laughs) pretty much that's that's what that's how we roll um so the thing is is that we want to um is that we don't really know the things that meet our needs particularly well so chances are that somebody else isn't going to know what's going to meet our needs well and we're not going to know the things that meet somebody else's needs well here try this way crappy way of meeting your needs yes. it, uh, it makes me feel a little better look at <laughs> this is the less crappy way of meeting my needs like let's see if it's less crappy for you too like we're not after less crappy we're after well met but because so many of our needs are compromised and they're compromised so consistently a lot of the time what we actually end up doing is we go into the well this is the less like it feels comparatively like it's a good way of meeting needs because it's less crappy but that's because we're at the crappiness end of the scale and we don't even realize it we haven't figured out the good end of the scale yet a lot of people exist in the crappy end of the scale just we used to oh full time and there's and there's times where all of a sudden i'm like I, I, I go I, I drop in and I'm like oh shit how did I get down here right all right let's let's do what I got to do to get back up this way conditioning habit social like the way our culture is like a lot of it feeds into that yeah I, I mean sometimes and, it can be I mean it's a crappy world yeah absolutely <laughs> like, absolutely and so the thing is that because we don't know the way of meeting our needs chances are they don't know the way of meeting their needs particularly well which means the chance of you knowing the way of meeting their needs particularly well really really remote 
Also, the chances that you know which need needs to be met, when it needs to be met, how it needs to be met in that particular moment for that particular person in that particular situation as Serena said earlier, different things, different times, different moments. And then you know how much of it they need for the need to be fulfilled and what other needs might be playing up. And it's like, well, I need this need to be met. Well, yeah, but there's this one as well. We do this and this. Well, that might mean that. Like, it's the, the chances of you actually getting an effective solution to meet their needs with what you are telling them to do is somewhere between, between slim and not a fucking chance. Being really honest. It, I mean, it, um, it it really is. Like, you might you might get lucky. You might get lucky with a one-off, like, actually, that works. Oh, that works. But the thing is, is that most for most people, that's still at the crappy end of the scale. It's like, oh, that feels better than that did. Well, yeah, it's still crappy, but it's just less crappy than the thing that we were doing previously. And that's the scale that most of us are operating in. It's like, oh, well, that feels less bad, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, less bad doesn't mean good. Good, exactly. And so the chances of you, the, the chances of the thing that you are suggesting to somebody else actually working for them to meet their needs that time, that way, that situation with what they've got going on in their life and chances Slim. are what you see as the need that needs to be met even if you think you get it mm-hmm. i was there mm-hmm. like so there uh-huh a lot of times it's not even that it might be one need that you're like oh that's obviously value and it's like yes mm-hmm. and there's usually value a bunch in, of, underpinned by another four different needs that you're not even aware of. Right. Present. And you need to go, as we talk about, from the roots up. Because yeah. if your your foundation function needs aren't met, everything is compromised. Everything above right. it is compromised. So yeah. you got to get to the bottom layers. So you might be able to suggest something that may, may land. Mm-hmm. But is it going to land in the place that's actually going to bring them out of crappy? Right. Well, and the other thing is that in, just even in the process of doing this. Now, the one thing I will say is that we're not telling, we're not saying in this, it's not okay to offer suggestions. It's not okay to give people options of things they might try. That's, that's supportive. This is where we're talking about telling somebody what to do. Because the other thing is that when you do that, what you do is you actually invite them to compromise their personal power need because they're no longer choosing for themselves they're going oh that person obviously knows better than I do I'm going to do what they said it's so how much like it just dawned on me how often in the society it's like oh well they said they must know better Mm-hmm. they often don't and if we're talking about needs this one knows better <laughs> like it's the oh. Okay. Oh, huh. ooh, yes. Yes. yes <laughs> and. and so when we're talking about needs, yes, I am probably one of the foremost experts in the world in this. I've dedicated so many years of my life to understanding this and to studying it and to getting the nuance of it. But here's the thing. Even with what I do, I never tell somebody how to meet their needs ever. Mm-hmm. Because as I always say to clients, to potential clients, to um, people that I meet on the street when we're talking about this, because it comes up quite a bit. I am the expert in needs. This is me. Um, if you're watching on the video, you'll see what I'm doing. I'm the expert in needs. 
but you are the expert on you and your life. The only way of finding a way of doing this that works for you is to integrate and combine those two things together. If even like most people come to me going like, oh, tell me how to meet my needs. I'm like, yeah, that's not how this works. Tell me what to do. Yeah, I'm not going to do that because one, that's your personal power needs not going to be met through doing that. Um, Two, chances are, I don't know. I will understand. Once I have a conversation with somebody and I understand a bit more about their background and their childhood and the traumas and the various things, I'm like, I can often see the needs that are up and I can come up normally with a whole list of possible ways that we can kind of throw out. Kind of like a menu? Kind of like a menu. Of different ways that you might be able to meet your needs that might work for you to meet your needs. And even if none of those work, we'll come up with a bunch more. We'll we'll do some more digging. But the key thing is, I can't tell. I mean, Serena is probably the person I know best out of the entire planet. I still don't. I can't tell Serena how to meet her needs. Because I don't know, because it depends what's going on for her, depends what situations are up, depends what she's been doing, depends how she's feeling, depends what her capacity is, depends what's going on in her relationships, what's going on at work, depends what time of the month it is. I mean, literally, like all of these things play a play a role mm-hmm. in it, as they do for me, as they do for every other person, yeah. like all of these factors. And unless you're checking in with me every, every second. Second. Like Claire knows me probably, I mean... Sometimes I feel better than I know myself. <laughs> She's in my head and I'm like... Cozy hey. in there. Nice and snuggly like, warm. I love it. I'm like, what the fuck are you... Get, get out. out. <laughs> that's normally... By the way, that's not me trying to get into her mind. That's normally where she's about to say something and I say the exact same thing. And she's like, get out of my head. Yes. Um, and I, I, I don't mind her in there. I just like to... I like to throw a little hissy fit about it occasionally. But it's... You know, I'm, even the people you're closest to, and I think a lot of times we kind of take that yeah we assume and it's like well you know she's my key best like of course I know what she needs and now it's the way I've learned to approach things and thank you to you because I've learned it from you is this usually feels good for me Mm -hmm. with this this might be helpful for you like in offering options not saying matter of factly this is what you should do or you need to do this or I think this it's like I find this helpful or these are some things I find helpful and Claire might be in a situation I'll be like you know what about taking like you know Mm -hmm. asking Claire said ask questions (laughs) like ding 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 (laughs) what like me helping like yes sometimes it's easy it's not easy. It's good. First, first question is, would you like some suggestions? Yes, that is consent. Yes. First yes. thing is like, yes, yes, yes. I'm not going to just start telling you the things that I think would be helpful for you. First thing is like, it seems like you're struggling right now. Would you like me to help and see if I can come up with some suggestions? Would some suggestions feel helpful to you? Because sometimes it's like, no, <laughs> that actually talk to me. Suggestions overwhelm me because I haven't got the capacity to figure mm-hmm. out which one of them I need. Normally that means I need to just go rest, but. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like yeah. sometimes we we think that suggestions are the help and sometimes mm-hmm. intent versus impact. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back to that one. Um, so yeah, and that's the thing is that like, I, because I know, Ser- I know the needs well, I know Serena well, chances are I will come up with a bunch of suggestions and one of them is probably going to land as something that could be helpful. And that regularly happens between mm-hmm. the two of us. At no point will I ever say... Me to lose these absolutes in this sentence. Um, that's because what I was about to say at no point will I ever tell her what to do. That's not actually true. There's one or two occasions where she's been resisting and pushing and she's told me she needs rest. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm like, put down the laptop. 
go rest. Not because I think she needs to go rest because she thinks she needs to go rest and she's just not giving herself permission because she thinks that I have an expectation or that she has an expectation of herself that she should be doing a certain amount of work before she's allowed to go rest. Very, 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 very rare occasion will I do that. 99.99999% of the time I'll say to you, would it be better if you just to go rest right now? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time she's like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably. And if the answer is probably, mm-hmm. it's yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the thing about it is, is that even when you know needs, because uh, nobody knows this work, nobody knows this work better than anyone on the planet than I do. And even as the person who developed this, I'm still never going to tell somebody how to meet their needs. My job is to help you learn and figure out the ways of meeting your needs that will work for you and to support you in the process that is required to get you to the point where you're able to do that for yourself and do it consistently. The thing about it is, is that, so if I, if I, as the international expert on the universal needs, cannot tell anybody how to meet their needs... Anyone else sure as hell can't. <laughs> like, and I'm going to say, like, that's a very definite statement. Like, do not tell anybody because the second you do that, you risk them go, giving up their personal power in that moment. And yes, that's a choice. And like, if you told me how to meet my needs, like what happened in this situation, it's a perfect example. If somebody is in their personal power, that you're not, it's not possible to take that away in certain situations, institutionally, systematically, and where the power exists in those systems, that's a different matter. But in this situation where I was like, I'm going to do this, and somebody else came along and went, no, you should do that. I went, uh, no, because I'm not going to listen to somebody else because I know my value. I know my personal power. I know my needs. I know how to meet them. And I know the things that are calling to me first. So I'm just going to say, no, most people are not in that place. Most people have not done the work to know their value, to trust their inner voice, to know what their needs are, to listen, to figure out the ways of meeting them that really work for them and to trust that and to have the confidence and own their personal power to say no to somebody else, especially when you sound confident. The more confident, and the more uh what's the word I'm looking for forcefully you appear to believe in your perspective I mean this one was probably as forceful as you could get in terms of the confidence that yeah this is what you should be doing it was capital uh, capitalized capitalized letters letters. explanation point I mean like All, all of the things the more confident that you are the more likely you are to have somebody else question their own their own um Uh, wisdom on it and if you are somebody who's done that work and you're like no I don't care how confident you are (laughs) no (laughs) you are not me and I know what I I need need. (laughs) um but the thing about it is is that that confidence sometimes we we project that confidence because we're like we really like I believe I know what you need in order to in order to help you and we haven't done it yet but we will do a um an episode where we'll talk about the um the dreaded drama triangle where we talk about the victim persecutor rescuer dynamic that is 100% rescuer dynamic that is the rescuer approach of like this poor person doesn't know how to sort this for themselves I must tell them how to sort it for themselves because I'm the only one who can help I don't even believe that and I teach this stuff I develop this stuff so if I don't believe I know that sure as hell nobody else has got the credentials to be able to do that 
But when you are in that rescuer position, what you are ending up doing is you end up reinforcing the victim approach. Um, and the person who's in that space often it, it undermines their personal power, it undermines their value, it undermines a whole bunch of their needs. We'll get into that another time. We're not going to go into it right now. But I think it's really important to understand that the more forcefully you put your put your point across what will end up then happening is if they listen to you and do the thing that you are telling them to do to meet their needs and it doesn't work, which is the most likely outcome based on everything that we've shared so far today. If that happens, it will undermine your relationship with them because they will there will be a little less trust in you because well you said this was what I needed you obviously didn't know that was what you needed and actually you got me to do something that compromised my needs because that's the most likely thing actually because that's what would have happened in this situation if I'd done that it would have compromised my needs and you, might and not, you might not even have like that definitive awareness. of a yeah awareness or a conversation with yourself to be like wow not only did this not help it actually hurt me a little bit but if basically this other person came in and told you to do something and the net result was you felt crappier for it which is basically the the net result when you realize that something hasn't just met your needs it's actually compromised them internally it just feels crappy if they say come and do this you do it and you feel crappy how are you going to feel about the person who told you to do it mm-hmm. probably not that great And it might cause some distance. It might cause a bit of disconnect. Whereas if you come at it from the point of view of just first of all, asking them if they would like any suggestions. Like would suggestions help? Like some, even like sometimes when I'm in that place, suggestions help me, would that help you? Great first question. And if the answer's no, trust that they know what they need more. And then if the answer is yes, Pose them as questions. Pose them as suggestions. Here are some things that might work for you. And if you and if none of these work, let's go on to Google. There are millions of pages of suggestions of things that no matter what the circumstance, pretty sure there'll be one, one, there'll be a Google page somewhere that will be dedicated to whatever the unusual situation is that you find yourself in at that moment in time. That we can pretty much guarantee. Um, There's all kinds of ways to find suggestions. But the key thing is, the key thing is, is to always direct people back to their own wisdom because we constantly get directed away from it. We're constantly told, no, we don't know. No, you haven't got it right. No, blah, 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 whatever it is. Even Um, because of this, I know better. uh Uh-huh, right. I mean, it would be very easy. And there there are a lot of people who do very similar jobs to what I do who speak in definitive terms. They tell people what is going on in their life. They tell people what they need. They tell people exactly what they should do. And that is not empowering people. And it's the same process for everyone. Mm -hmm. How does that make sense? Yep. Just saying. Especially when we have different ways of meeting our needs, it works. For us as individuals and even if you just take them as an individual like yeah. a lot of people do what I do and they'll do a one-to-one situation with people they'll do a one-to-one intervention and it's like so here's 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 this is what's going on this is this is what your history is this is what's going on for you this is what you need to do in order to solve it and a lot of people because we're so disconnected from our own wisdom they're looking for that they're looking for someone like I don't know what I need you tell me what I need I mean I can't tell you them real clients like you're not going to tell me what I need I'm like I'll tell you what your needs are Together, we'll figure out the way of meeting them that's going to work for you. And I'm like, I would be the richest woman on the planet if I could really just go, here you go. Tick, 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 
tick, tick. Here are all the things to do that will meet your needs. Well, you could, um, you could do that. Uh-uh. Not on being aligned with my integrity, I couldn't. Because I know that's not how this works. And because I know that's not how needs work because of the work I've done in this area. And so there's a lot of people out there who will speak definitively and who will tell you what's going on and will tell you what you should do. And if that doesn't feel in alignment for you, the key thing is to be able to say no. Actually, no. And okay, well, well, it may be that because you don't want to deal with the confrontation because that might compromise your needs. It may give you more to deal with. Like This is a situation where depending on who it was, I might have just been on... Oh, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> nah. Ignore. Yes. In that, Ignore. would have met your needs in that moment. Ignore. Or you could even say, so um, my uh, my sister and I had very different approaches when we were teenagers. If we were asked to do something and, I, and, and we didn't want to do it, I would always say, actually, I don't want to do that. Or I would say, oh, I'm doing this. I'll do it at the end of that. And I used to get in trouble for it. My sister used to say yes and just not do it. Like she, she swear she thought she'd hack the system. Um, it was a slightly different, there was more nuance to that dynamic that I'm sharing right now. But the truth is that's what happened. You can say, yeah, okay. Just not do it. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we can pretend we'll do that. I'll do that um, if that makes you feel better. You don't have to engage at all. You can just delete the freaking comment if it's on social media. Like, let it go. Um, the key thing is, is that if it doesn't feel in alignment for you, just say no and start to listen for what that voice is initially it's a little difficult to hear initially it might take a bit of time and a bit of I feel like initially it's a feeling like initially it's that kind of like "Mm." for some people and some people because we process things differently some people it's a feeling some people it's a physical sensation some people it's like a little voice in their head going "Mm, this doesn't feel quite right like whatever it is if it does if there's something saying "Eh," Yeah, whatever if there, if there's any sort of is, eh, yeah any sort of eh. whatever that is that's normally an indicator mm, it's not quite right and it may be it's completely wrong and it eh is all you're getting that's fine but follow the eh. yeah because it might be a sim- it might be the simplest of tweaks it's like eh, that doesn't feel right oh 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 all right now that feels good and it could be something i mean we talked about nuance like mm-hmm. We'll get into nuance quite a bit later. <laughs> I'm sure. But it's just sometimes it's that little, that just that little bit. And sometimes it is completely different. Different. Like yeah. I'm not even in the realm of right. what's going to help me in this moment right well, now. And there are times when I might make a suggestion to Serena and she'll be like, uh, and I can, I can see that uh, she doesn't even have to say it. And I'm like, or maybe this, or maybe this, or maybe this. And then I'll say something, she'll be like, ooh. Like, and that's the, like, I'll, I'll offer. Because I can, because I read her energy, because I know her well. I'm like, okay, no, 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 we've not found it yet. Make more suggestions, make more suggestions. Tweak the suggestion, try this one, da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden I'll say something, you can see it, it's like, oh. Like, like the light, like you can see my light bulb, yeah, like yeah. in my face. Ding, <laughs> off it goes. So this is the reason that we say it's really important not to tell anybody how to meet their own needs. Because... We not only is it going to be ineffective, but actually it stops people also from going through the process of learning the things that work for them. Now, it's also important to say, yes, most of us exist in the crappy end of the spectrum because that's all we've done. You don't have to get to good immediately overnight. You can gradually work your way up. And the thing is, is to go, oh, this one, that feels okay. What if we did, oh, oh, if I did that, it moves it a little bit further. Oh, I did that, it moves it a little bit further. So it's not saying you have to have all the answers overnight. You have to know exactly what all your needs are and exactly the ways that are going to meet them in those like 
yeah, woohoo. Sunshine and rainbows. It really feels fulfilling. Like it's okay to start where you're at. But the key thing is to listen to your inner voice and what it's telling you about whether something works for you or more importantly, when something doesn't. Yes. (laughs) Anything you want to add? What she said. What she said. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, So yeah, and remember, if you have any questions, any comments, any um, subjects that you're struggling with right now that you would like us to record an episode on, please do send them through to us because we love to do that. I actually had somebody like apologize the other day for sending through too many requests (laughs) and too many like suggestions. It's not a thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, no, that's not a thing. Like more. Like we always like more. We might take a little while to get to them, but we love knowing that what we are doing is really responding um, to what our audience is really needing. <laughs> Funny how that works. Um, and that we're, we're, we're providing things that are valuable for you. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, I do, uh, but we really appreciate you. Remember to stay safe and between now and next time to keep meeting your needs. Lots of love. Bye, Bye friends. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe rate, and give us a written review as it will help more people find us. And remember, you are the expert when it comes to finding out the ways of meeting your needs that work for you. Well, shit. It really is that simple.